What have we here? Welcome. What's up? <laughs> Good day, Galaxy. Great evening, yeah, peoples. We are struggle busting it all the way through this episode. We've got remote unit Commander Cody in, uh, where are you at, Denver area? Yeah, Denver, man, Denver. Trying to make it happen, but they haven't figured out audio additions over that way yet. Well, I knew I was prepared 100% to do audio, but I forgot about the live stream for a second. And then I was like, okay, I don't have all my all my usual stuff with me. So we're just going to have to, you know, make it work as it goes. We didn't have sound for a second. Now we do. It's all good. We didn't even have an intro. It happens, man. <laughs> What's going on, guys? It's uh, episode 120. Uh, as we said, Commander's out in the middle of nowhere. Where, where exactly are you? I'm literally in Denver. I'm in the city. I'm not in the, out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, okay. I have so actually never been to uh, Denver. I've been uh, north of Denver quite a uh, quite a few times, Ooh, but whereabouts? Well, you like Estes Park and uh, oh, okay, like, yeah. uh, Loveland. It's it's north north of, north of Denver. That, that area. sounds about right. Yeah, so uh, and then that's that's where I went uh, up Mount Bierstadt, that fourteen thousand foot peak. Ah, yes. Someone mentioned that actually yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, Mopar climbed that shit." I remember that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I remember. It happened. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, so yeah, it's a I'm be- in, uh, beautiful, beautiful part of the country, though. It is. It's awesome, and it's like the weather is incredible. I forgot. It's like one of the sunniest cities in the country, which people don't really think about because it's right up against the Rockies, and it's super high. But uh, yeah, the weather's great. It's sunny all the time. There's mountains right there. There's city here. It's like uh, if you took Columbus and made the weather better and put it next to a mountain range, that's what you'd have. It's awesome. Oh, perfect. Yeah. It's wonderful. E- excellent. Um, what do we got going on? Obviously, yeah. we're going to be doing our beer review. What, what kind of beer do you have now? Uh, so I had this new stone um, earlier today. So I'm drinking that at the moment. But I did get a review. And it is uh, a Boulder, Colorado brewery called Upslope. Upslope, okay. And it actually came in a um, sampler. So they have a bunch of breweries out here that are putting six packs and samplers of their own beer instead of having to make your own. So it's pretty cool. Like a variety pack? What are you talking about? Yeah, a variety pack from the brewery itself. So they're like, hey, these are six most awesome beers. Here you go. Awesome. Sounds good. What do you have? I picked up, uh, I've been on uh, the Deschutes train recently um, and our our very local uh Beer stop doesn't have much. Pedro's they they have absolute shit. But um, I saw Hopsite, uh, uh, their autumn IPA. They shoots us. Um, here I'll show it on the thing here. Um, but I figured since we're finally kind of getting into the autumn, I know like Oktoberfests are, are out and everything. But um, an autumn IPA, I thought that might be uh, pretty tasty. Even though it's been extra hot lately, it's been really? like mid eighties. High high seventies, mid eighties, it kind of floating between there, and I I would like it to be more like high sixties, you know. So we're about ten fifteen degrees off from where I like it. <laughs> Madness. Hang on one second. I ain't hang, <laughs> hanging on to anything. So while he's too much noise. 
while Sorry. he's running around, fucking around. I'm good. You guys, I got it. Thank. Oh, never mind. I'm not going to announce. No, shit, do though. it. I want to hear it. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> good day. We've got a lot of people in our live chat. We want to give shout outs to Zach Merritt. We got Tommy Boy. We got a bunch of Jacob Weisses and handful of sneakers. Um, and we had one other uh, spat toad sauce. Um, that's the first time I've seen his name. Oh, and I, I a tugboat chump. Uh, Mr. Adam Davis was on. I don't know if he's still there. But uh, if you guys want to tune in live with us, we uh, aim for Sunday evenings. Um, on YouTube, if you guys want to head on over to uh, Rogue Squadron Podcast on YouTube, subscribe, and it'll give you a little ding when we go live. You guys can uh, join the uh, the flavorfuls. Mopar still got the sniffles and pretty fucking pissed about it, but uh, you've had the sniffles for like five weeks now. That's kind of how it goes, and I'm uh, usually I'm I'm like half sick for those like five weeks. I literally just have sniffles, and that's that's it. There's nothing else bothering me. There's so it might, it might be like more like allergies. So I don't know. Well, I know we were sick about the same time. We had six squad pod there for a second. So, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. Maybe I just uh, I drank more than you. So the beer cured my sickness. How about that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a beard that that does it. Um, spat toad sauce. I'm, I hope I'm saying it. Spatoed sauce. I don't know what the hell he said. I was here last weekend trying to win. Well. We all tried to win, but we, we ain't allowing Amber back into any more drawings. When I'm saying that now, Amber's she's cut won off. enough. Yeah, she is cut off. She's had too much fun and won enough from us. Um, so believe me, next drawing, uh, it won't be her, unfortunately, for her, but uh, cutting her off. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out because uh, we saw, I think it was today, earlier today, um, we had another Patreon member join, uh, Mr. Matt McLean from uh, uh, Instagram. He he's been with us for a while, and uh, he was one. He's our newest Patreon member. Nice. So, if you guys want to, you head on over to uh, Patreon. You guys know what it is: shirts, Rogue Squad Pod, and uh, send us some dactaries. We we are announcing it. Buy us one beer a month. That's all we ask for. Um. So whatever type be of beer you can afford, yeah. we're good with it. Yeah. So, uh, what what are you gonna say something? Because you're just you're just paying for the beer. You're not actually giving us a beer. So if you pay for a Bush Light, I won't be pissed because I don't actually have to drink that. I'll just put it towards <laughs> we'll one it, sixth we'll, we'll, of a uh, crap beer or something. We'll save your last month's payment and this month's payment and get one good beer. That's what we'll do. By the end of the year, you'll have a you know whole six pack. It's all good. <laughs> uh, no, no, but I'm we just um, I'm definitely giving shout outs to everybody that's on there. Um, yeah. we we are doing and maybe next week. Um, so if you guys are regular listeners, you know Mopar has a terrible memory. Um, but there's a specific event that happened in my <laughs> life. vocabulary, to, too. Well, <laughs> and I don't know if the vocabulary is uh, part of the event, but I'm going to be doing a, uh episode, hopefully with Commander, so I can like bounce the, the happenings off of you, because you, you know the story behind it. But uh, um, something happened to Mopar that... Uh, kind of created the loss of memory. So that's going to be going out to our Patreon members and I'm excited because it's a it's kind of a crazy story, guys. That'll be fun. And that, you know, KOTOR script that we fucking came up with in high school. Yes, yes. And we do have a closed uh, message group with all of our Patreon members. Um, so if you guys want to just join all that or get any of the behind the scenes stuff, head on over there. A dollar a month, five bucks a month, 10 bucks a month, whatever you, you can do, it uh, really helps us out. So I'm done pushing that shit. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> Nicole Serrano wants to know what the fuck is up. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, you are on the Patreon. Don't worry. I got you. I actually emailed you and, like Mopar said, Matt McLean is the newest 
in the bunch. Um, if you guys have the strength and willpower to join the group chat, it's pretty destructive to your fucking being. But if you want to be in there, <laughs> I emailed you guys. So let me know and I'll add you in and then you can take part in the belligerence. Yes, yes. If you if you think you're up for it, because it's uh, a lot to be up for. Yes. Um, let's roll right into it. And that's last last thank you for all of our Patreon members. We yeah. appreciate it. Um, let's roll right into the beer review here. Yes. Um, while we're preparing this, what, what do we have on the uh, the list of topics today? Are, do you have it open? I don't have it open since okay. I'm you know mobile and I'm in this uh, fucking thing. So uh, I'll tease the episode topics here. Uh, Mopar <laughs> saw Baby Driver. Um, there's obvious episode 8 trailer that came out on Monday that we're going to be ranting and raving about. Uh, we've already talked about Commander being in co- uh, Colorado. Um, Mopar has also started Dark Souls and he's pissed about it. <laughs> yes. Um, and then uh, Mo- or, uh, Commander saw Kingsman, which I saw it once and it was a while ago. Um, so I don't know how much I'm going to remember, but maybe you'll uh, uh, jog my memory on that. Um, so as I'll we try. do every episode, jumping in this beer review. Awesome. Drinking bell. Uh, so like I said, I have I have shit from Upslope. Uh, the last time I was here in Colorado, I did have something by them. I can't remember which one, though. I think it was the Pilsner. But Upslope, they're from Boulder. It's an IPA. Um, so it looks like I got two IPAs, two pails. Two what? Pails. Pails. And two craft lagers. Man, I, I'm... <sighs> Whenever I have a lager, I always just expect an actual brewing lager. Like, just uh, a uh, malty as fuck, yeah. crisp, delicious. Um, but yeah, it's hard to go back ever from the photon. seems to uh, live up to their photon for yeah. me. I don't know why. Photon is untouchable. <laughs> oh, uh, shit. One of the ingredients in here is snow melt. Snow that, melt, that's... malt, hops, and yeast. Uh-oh. I don't think they're being cheeky. What do I we literally got think here? they uh, got fucking melted snow as the water for this shit. Yellow snow. Nice. Um, I got they've got a profile thing on all the Deschutes, so it says in- inspired by a traditional Jesus something beer. Uh, traditional Jesus. That's a good be gonna be good beer. There. It, I, well, I'm just gonna butcher the name of the town. Uh, Marzen beer. Marzen beer. Uh, German hops and herbal fruit spice notes to balance out a smooth and elegant malt character. You said herbal. 7%. Herbal. I always say herbal. Herbal. You know, herb. And you were yelling at me about the fucking other last week and you're saying herbal. Yeah, it's like gerbil, but with an H. Let's let's get to this. Drink I just about had it. a sip. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Ooh. This has... This is like a... Uh, well balanced, confusing beer, and I—it's what I mean by that is there's a lot in it, and it's all over the place, but it's blended well. That like it's a, the roller coaster makes sense, okay? The taste roller coaster. Do you understand? Do you understand? <laughs> yeah, man, I'm uh, I'm digging this. So it's a little reminiscent of the Rouge One that we did, where the ale comes through a lot more than. You know, the usual IPA where the bitterness and the hops overwhelms everything. This has a lot of ale in it, which is a good thing. It's different. It's a little darker than your usual IPA. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really happy with this because a lot of the uh, autumn, Oktoberfest, they throw those spices in there. And a lot of times they w- overdo it way too much where all it is is spices. 
Um, this one has the spice up front, and then it kind of just smooths away into kind of a, a slightly bitter IPA. This is nice. actually very delicious. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan, you can man. See, you can see on the uh, the front, it has kind of like a uh, uh, a hop. Or what the fuck am I going to try to call it? Yeah, it's a, a hop, it's, I guess. Yeah, yeah. A single hop, um, mm-hmm. but it's kind of weathering into like uh, autumn leaves. So it's kind of nice. different. I like that. Travis Dunn is pissed. He's always pissed. Um, who isn't? Who isn't always pissed? That <laughs> listens to us. That, that like listens we said, to us. Motherfucking Kerner. <laughs> Times when I'm the happiest that I've ever been, I will just say pissed for no reason whatsoever. Yeah. Now, yeah, now it's absolutely. one thing that like just in fucking infests in everybody's vocabulary. Everybody's saying piss now. Well, to be fair, you know, I said it quite a fucking few times trying to play some Dark Souls today. So um, that's amazing. It, uh, quickly though, quickly. Go ahead. While we're still on the topic of the beer, while we're reviewing this stuff, um, I saw an article by somebody on Facebook that was talking mad shit about IPAs, and I understand where he's coming from. Maybe it was satire, and I didn't catch it, but um, the the underlying uh, story was, admit that IPAs suck, because you don't actually like them. They're just the most popular beer, and you're trying to fit in, and you're trying to always get IPAs when you go to the brewery, and they're not actually good, and you got to admit that so we can move past it and get onto some actual like English ales and stouts and darker beers and shit like that. That more sounds like a, a beer connoisseur that's just Pissed. bitter. Oh my God, he's bitter about it. <laughs> he's bitter about IPAs. No, honestly, um, and I feel like we're the opposite of that. If if we're if it's a bad beer, we're gonna shit on it. Yeah. And I'm 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 16, <laughs> oh, and when God, I say that, the beer. But it's true. Like I'm not gonna dance around. Like this is. We're, we're truth tellers. If it's a shit beer, I'm gonna be like, well, fuck that. I'm never drinking that again. Try harder we're next time. Actually, don't try harder because I had enough of it. <laughs> now I will admit, we're um, kind of where the article was coming from. That IPAs are like running shit in breweries lately. And I get that it's a little overpopulated as far as IPAs go. Every brewery has like four to six IPAs, Session IPAs, Imperial IPAs, American, fucking all this crazy shit. Um, so I know that it's kind of overpopulated, but that doesn't mean that you don't like IPAs. I well, like it also doesn't bitter. mean that they're all the same or they all taste yeah. bad or everybody likes all of them. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like there's more you can do with an IPA as opposed to a lot of the other stuff like a, uh, I don't know. I wouldn't a, say uh, that because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm just saying like you can have like a, a hot, well, obviously a hoppy IPA, but you can have like a fruity IPA or yeah. an earthy IPA or you can have a uh, piney IPA. Yep. There's when you start throwing that stuff into Pilsners, it doesn't taste like a Pilsner anymore. Right. I don't know. It's just... And you can play with the alcohol content in IPA very easily, too. Um, because the bitterness takes away a lot of the alcohol burn. Um, and that's so I, why yeah, I, I was digging... Where's the camera? I, well, I was digging on the stone earlier. <laughs> Sorry. Commander it's always backwards. Hammered. Where's it, Where'd it go? I'm not hammering. Where? It's fucking backwards. I've lost myself. Hey. Guys, check out this beer I got. It's awesome. Uh, no, this is why I like this uh, stone one that I had today for the first time. Um, I don't think it's out on the East Coast or the Midwest yet, unfortunately. But it was very citrusy, um, opposed to Stone's usual fucking lineup of beers, which they try to just make it as aggressive and intense as possible. This one was very well balanced. Uh, it said it had pineapple and mango in it. Very citrusy. Bitterness, but not overly bitter. Um, it was, it was awesome. 
That's awesome because, like you said, uh, Stone's kind of all over the place and they kind of go extremes and try mm-hmm. to do extreme things. But mm-hmm. uh, they definitely have the talent enough to just make sh- drinkable shit. So, yeah. Um, so it, it is nice to see them doing that every once in a while. And speaking um, of Stone, I had an arrogant bastard on tap for the first time and it was oh, okay, awesome. Nice. It's been a while since I've had an arrogant bastard. Um, favorites. I mean, like a very long time. Um, all right. Well, are we going to be getting into our actual ratings for this shit? Um, I'm going to give a solid two for this one. It's very drinkable. Maybe just because I haven't had very multi IPAs lately, I'm latching onto this one. Um, but it's well balanced. It's got the darker maltiness. It's got the bitter, lighter IPA-ness in there. It's very well balanced. I like it a lot. Malt's where it's at, man. I think malt makes or breaks a a beer. Um, I am a huge Deschutes fan. Mm -hmm. Um, This stuff is actually not... Well, let me... Before I say that, this isn't the stuff that, like, came... This isn't actually uh, a beer. Shit. No, uh, it's not out of date. uh, It's best by the end of November. So, um, this actually is still in date. Um... No, I think this is interesting enough, and it's got enough flavor in there, and it's blended well enough. I'm going to jump all the way up to a three. Good with it. I'm happy what? with this beer. <laughs> I approve. No, it's. Uh, I'm very happy with this beer. It's very drinkable. It's uh, kind of got notes of everything, but they blended it well. Nice. I'm very happy with it. Deschutes is always solid. I love oh, Deschutes. I'm done talking. Oh, yeah. Band Oregon. Oh, yeah. I love day shits. Um, All right. I have a vote for what, what's about to happen right now. What's going to happen? You ready? I know you reeled off a bunch of shit. But in the rare occasion that I have to leave at some point, I think we should talk about the Last Jedi trailer first and foremost. Okay. My mind was fucking blown when I saw that. Ah. Yeah. yeah it, was okay. it was pretty good. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's talk about Baby Driver now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I just... It, it captured... It, I mean, it being the second part of a trilogy, it... You already captured. It doesn't even... Like, no joke, it doesn't even have to be that good for you to be captivated by what the fuck they're putting on the screen. That's unfortunate they, to say, but, but yes. I know, I know. But uh, they played it off so well that they didn't answer anything. They gave you more questions and more like, oh my God, is this actually happening? Because you never know with the edits that they're actually doing with the trailer. Right. You don't even know if Ray was looking at Kylo at the end, asking it's, him, oh, where, where should I fucking go? Yeah, for lunch, lunch Star tomorrow. Wars. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I think it's they're directing you into fan conversations that shouldn't even be had. Like, I don't think he... I don't think Kylo's actually going to kill Leia. But I do think she's going to end up dying. Hmm. And I think that's the, the skew of it. Because I think when when confronted, he's already killed his dad. And he, he you could tell he was struggling with that. Like, killing your mom. Hmm. I don't know. I just There's don't think, a lot I don't there. think it's going to happen. There's a lot there. Uh, and regardless of if we know exactly how it's going to line up. So like you said, misdirection's huge. And that's what I'm trying to... Keep in the back of my head as I watch the trailer for the hundred and thirtieth time because I've seen it so many fucking times. So are you are you are you walking through the trailer right now? <sighs> no. Um, yes, but an overarching thing is the misdirection you, is fucking huge because oh, yeah, I remember 
Like that's the cornerstone of the way that Lucasfilm has been making these trailers. And that's why the I don't feel that the trailer is going to spoil anything for me because when we saw the seven trailer a hundred times and went into the theater, nothing that I had in my head pretty much except for Han Dine was actually ended up happening in the movie because the way they cut the trailer was like just fucking confused the hell out of you. Well, and especially for uh, Rogue One, uh, half the trailer wasn't in the fucking movie. Yes, and that too. So you don't even know if these are like scenes that are going to be a part of the movie or these are outtakes or some shit right. um, that, that could still be relevant to the plot. Um, right. But I'm, I'm just, I'm super stoked. Um, I'm going to walk through it real quick and yeah. you, you can speak up when the fuck you want. So we've got uh, some guy looking out at the, uh, like a, a factory of the AT-ATs. Some intensely powerful fucking force user with black hair. I don't know who it is. Wait, was that Kylo? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Kylo. The- uh okay. I actually did not I didn't see the um lightsaber on his belt originally. Well shit. I kind of thought it was just a, like a commanding officer. Um, <laughs> I thought but you no, were the, talking shit. No, I, I, I honestly did here looking at us of AT-ATs. You know, when I saw his helmet, I, I kind of leaned towards uh like the Death Star gunner guy. Ooh. Like his helmet's like that large. I, I that's kind of yeah. where I was going with Yeah, it. the fucking the thing goes back so far, it's kind of obnoxious. Um so no, that's that's I'm learning stuff. Let's go. So we <laughs> we see the the factory and everything. Um we move on to the the new what are they? AT fucking what? ATR P or PR or some shit. I don't remember. AT ass rape. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I don't know the classification, but they do look about. So if you look in that shot, you can see the regular ATATs next to them. So they look about twice as tall, which is crazy, and they have a giant back cannon, which is cool to see. Yeah, so it's like ATAT two point larger, bigger, and it looks more maneuverable. Like, like it's it's like AT-AT. on the knuckles, like a gorilla. Um, like it could like climb, which is terrifying. And it's got those like ridges on the shin of the of the legs. It looks like yeah, it could climb. It's like shin hill. guards. Like they just got done with soccer practice, yeah. and now they're taking down the resistance. It's David Beckham, ATAT. <laughs> and actually, not until yesterday, I rewatched it again yesterday. Did I even notice Kylo's ship flying in? Oh um, yeah, uh, that that was my favorite part of it because you can still see the fucking shuttle above that entire fleet right there. Yeah, so that I don't know why I was so focused on the the new ATATs or whatever they are mm-hmm. um, that I actually missed Kylo's shuttle the first twenty times I saw it. Um, moving right along, it is actually kind of cool that when they when they walk, it's red dust that comes up, and we've already seen like those ski ski things that like are skiing along the the sand and it's kicking up red dust. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested on, the, on on that planet. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Forever. <laughs> um, moving right along, we've got the uh, high shot of Kylo marching in uh, wherever he is. Kind of like a, an Anakin scene. Where Just he's like his into granddaddy. Oh, yeah. And then this That's actual so red scene with Kylo looking down um, when, right before he picks up his lightsaber, mm-hmm. which looks altered at some point. And you can see Wait. the Praetorian guards in the background, too, if you're looking. <laughs> <laughs> it, so it looks like a it looks like a Lego factory, no joke. I just I'm not with the whole bright red. Now no. the color the color contrast in this whole thing is amazing, and that's what uh, Tommy Boy was talking about. Specifically, you know, in every shot, there's like two, maybe three colors. 
Yeah. So it's very limited. So obviously we got black, red, and red, and black in this one. Well, I um, think I will like the Praetorian Guards when I actually see them on screen. Because the first shots and toys that we got um, of Kylo in The Last Jedi, he doesn't have his mask. The first toys that we saw with him, I fucking, I, they were embarrassing. I didn't like them at all. I was like, yeah. he just doesn't look powerful or commanding without that mask and that hood on. So I wasn't on board, but I do like him in this trailer. So I think the same may be said with the Praetorian Guards when, once we see them in action and everything. Okay, okay. The bottom of Kylo's lightsaber looks altered. Like, it looks different than what we saw before. Well, I think it's a new lightsaber. I can't tell if it's got the side things. Like, it, it looks like it might. And I then, think it is. Okay, okay. I think it, maybe I think he like maybe lost his or then then reconstructed. He liked the cross guard for some reason and he reconstructed a new one. Well, I don't get like it's got a, a, a like a red wire that's running up the side of it. Like it's on like training mode or some shit. Like he's he's in Snoke's bedroom. Well, that was on know, the first practicing. one. I'm pretty sure. Well, I've had enough of that. I'm Moving gonna, on. Wait, wait, wait. One second. I want to actually know. Oh, it does have side things. As as he picks it up, I, you can clearly see the the side uh, the side things. The exhaust ports. Yeah, I think the original one did have that wire. Well, so maybe it is the same one. I don't know. It just looked newer and cleaner. Yeah. As that, if I he agree. like took the same design and just made a brand new one. <coughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> moving right along, we've got... Please don't say moving right along one more time. I'm going to force choke you like Vader from across the galaxy. As we trudge forward... Um, <laughs> We've got Ray with the lightsaber, obviously. Cool hone. So I do have a question for you. What did you think of the music to the trailer? Music was good. It was a blend of Kylo and Ray themes, which was cool. I was... I'm not mad at it, but it was... It, it really pushed me in the uh, Dark Knight uh, kind of soundtrack feel. Hmm. Kind of just like different hones and sounds. It wasn't like a... Like a uplifting... Like good versus evil. It was kind of just like I definitely ah. noticed that that it wasn't uplifting at all. It was like either neutral or shit is going downhill. Yeah, like the overall tone was not positive, which I thought was a good choice. Um, and for anyone that's curious, I've heard a lot of people say that like I liked the trailer a lot because of the music, and I'm glad John Williams. We have another John Williams score in Star Wars, which I get it. John Williams did not write the music for that trailer. Just so everybody understands, like that, oh, okay. that's like a company that they take Williams' themes from Episode Seven and everything, and they make the trailer music. So John didn't actually go in and make that, but I think the impact of having like Ray's theme and Kylo's theme as the overarching stuff in there, as opposed to the classic Star Wars stuff, made a big difference. And I was really happy to hear that in there. Okay, cool. But wait, speaking on Ray though. I think fandom right now is divided as to who is Snoke is talking to in that entire opening voiceover. Yeah. When I first encountered you, I saw raw potential and power and something more. Like, he sounds like he's talking about Kylo. And then once he's done, Ray ignites her lightsaber. So, like, who the, again, maybe misdirection, but I feel like he could be talking about either of them at that point. Well, my my thought of it was I thought he was talking to Kylo, but the something more was Ray, and somehow they're connected. I th like, yeah, I think they got to be siblings or cousins. Yeah, exactly. I'm still I'm still fucking sold on her being Luke's daughter. I don't, I just don't. The way he in especially in this trailer, the way he kind of acts around her, 
I just I don't I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Um but yeah. So and then we've got Ray kind of going on like her own journey it looks like. Um through I would assume what would be the uh, first Jedi temple when she comes up on that bookshelf and there's Harry Potter and it and a bunch of other good novels on that shelf. Um but it's kind of I, I I we see this in the expanded universe quite often that they have to go off and prove themselves, whether they're Jedi or Sith. And it's especially Sith where, you know, Darth Bane couldn't make it into Darth Brotherhood, Dark Brotherhood. So he went off and did his own thing and found, you know, Revan's holocrons Mm -hmm. uh, and made it happen. I think she might be going on like her own journey to find out where she is and what she needs to do. And, uh, you know, kind of all of it. So I'm excited for her journey alone because I think she's not going to find the answers she wants from Luke. Yeah, and that's what's intriguing me the most is the idea of her journey ties into her having Luke on this pedestal and then realizing he's not exactly what she thought and then the misdirection at the end of the trailer thinking that maybe Kylo has something to show her. We don't know if that they're actually like going to do that, but I'm just saying like the misdirection, it plays into what we're expecting to see of Ray's journey as we get into the film. I just... I I, I I I understand where Luke was or uh, Mark Hamill was. The way Luke acted, regardless of what happened in the past, I just don't get it. Like you figure, I don't know. He's terrified, man. But it's like Obi Wan went through the darkest days of of the Jedi ever. But like think- everybody was murdered by his basic basic son. But Luke never got to see any of that crazy shit. I know, but as soon as Luke grew up, Obi-Wan stepped the fuck up and raised him and sh- showed him what how the fuck to do and everything and, and took him under his wing and did it. For a day. Well, yeah, but still, Luke... Oh, here's your lightsaber. Oh, I've seen power before. I don't like it. I got, go, I got Cheerios. I got to eat them. I, got, I can't have it. And it's just like... Got these porks on this island. I got to take care of these motherfuckers. <laughs> but I, I just... Uh, I, I'm upset with him, and I think it'll make sense. Well, with that said, do you think they're going to do a flashback? I think we might see our first flashback. I and a lot agree. Of people are I, saying like we already saw Ray's vision. That wasn't a flashback. That was a vision with shit that has happened in the past, or may has not have happened at all. We don't really know. But a flashback in terms of like something where Luke maybe uses the force to show Rey what happened to the Jedi Temple or something. Like a like a, a forced force vision. Like some Dumbledore shit where he shows Harry a yeah. vision of what happened to Voldemort when he met him for the first time. Like that and would that be pretty sweet. And that gets into like Jedi sorcery or something. That's kind Fuck of cool. yeah. Well, and you know, they they all have forced dreams. So let like Aside from her touching a lightsaber and seeing a, a, a force vision, yeah, I think there is still an opportunity that it can't. It it may not be a hard flashback of let me tell you about what happened, and then it like fades to black and goes into fucking, you know, the death of uh, the Jedi again. Right. right. Um, but yeah, I think they'll do it right, um, regardless. So, we so too. Um, trudging right forward. Go for it. Uh, she cracks the ground with her Luke's. Okay, I pause. <laughs> His face when when the ground cracks. He's terrified, man. That's what I'm saying. He have you have you watched Shameless yet? 
No. But he, he looks like, like, like William he looks H. like a Macy. fucking drunken Frank Gallagher. <laughs> he does look like um, William H. Macy right there. <gasps> yeah, he just a uh, hammered. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just looks drunk. Um, I just he think him- one one testament to the prequels is that we saw the height of the Jedi Order. I don't. Luke has no like. I'm glad they're changing stuff from the EU, where people would say Luke becomes the Grandmaster and he's the strongest being ever. So there's, there's no arguments. You can't even talk about it. That's boring as hell. Luke has no scope on where the Jedi have been in the past. He doesn't know like their strongest point because he didn't experience it. All he but knows he, is Vader and Palpatine and old Ben as a ghost and Yoda with his beans. Like his scope, his certain point of view is very limited. So when he sees oh, Ray yeah. fucking crack a boulder in half, he's freaking the hell out. Yeah. No, I, I agree. He's he he's very narrow-minded in the history or what what the potential of a force user could be. Yeah. Um, even though he may or may not have been the chosen one, right? Um, he really in that span didn't become that strong because who who was he learning from? Right. There was like he had like two yoga sessions with Yoda, and then he went and fucking just def- def- uh, turned Vader back over just because he was blood. Two the same blood FaceTime sessions with with these old drunk asses. Yeah. Can so, we talk about the Luke Chosen One thing for a second? Uh oh. Episode uh, with Kerner, 117 or whatever, when Tommy Boy mentioned that Luke may have been the Chosen One. I, I have oh. never thought or even considered that in my lifetime. Well, the bad thing is that Obi Wan thinks he's the Chosen One. Ian, Obi Wan is the closest to both of them. He just thinks whoever's the youngest Jedi that he can <laughs> fucking train is his Chosen One. It's fucking hubris, man. Who, who's who are you training these days? Oh, it's the chosen one. The chosen one. Don't worry about it. Father one I died. Thought, yeah, he killed all the kids too, but I got someone <laughs> new. He's the chosen one. Don't worry about it. Far younger and more powerful. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Just like Palpatine. It all comes around. Comes around. Okay. Um certain point of view. Yeah, I don't I, I don't hate it. I think Anakin was the chosen one, um, but from, like you said, a certain point of view, Obi-Wan said, obviously, he can't be the chosen one because he's Darth Vader at this point. Um, So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, So, Luke's still continuing to cry like a dirty bitch. Um, He hasn't seen a human being uh, for probably about a decade. Um, The flashback part, however you want to say it, it looks pretty fucking intense because you see, like, he's coming out of a crippled, like, wooden building. Mm Mm-hmm. And you see his hand emerge like the fucking Terminator. Yep. Um, and then you see what I assume would be the new Jedi Temple burning down. Yeah, it looks and he, like, like the Capitol he building in DC. On his knees next to R two, like he's fucking can't handle it, which I can imagine. And I th- it's intense <sighs> as hell. Yeah, we'll see. I, I I have a feeling that's not even a flashback. That he goes on this fucking space adventure with Ray, he gets talked into it, and shit hits the fan, and he's left, and they take Ray hmm. or something crazy. Because I feel like the way the embers were falling are similar to the way the embers were falling when Kylo puts his hand out. So we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I could, I could see that as well. But they're also similar to Ray's vision in uh, Seven, where Luke puts his hand on R two. It looks the same there, too. Yeah, we'll see. 
It's all a mystery right now. I think they're they're playing with us, and we're assuming a lot. And they're gonna yeah. just pull a pull a fucking rug out from under us, and yes. we're gonna fall on our ass. So. I agree, hundred percent. But let's keep speculating. Go. Um, so the next scene, we have Luke still looking like a drunken bastard. Um, talking about uh, I've seen this power before. It didn't scare me. Now it does. But you see, kind of in the background, they're like in a temple or something because there's like something inscribed on the ground. Yeah. I I didn't see that before either. So I'm assuming this is in like the original Jedi temple. Right. That they're having this fucking petty, petty argument. Dude, that line though, I thought was fucking intense. I it, thought the complete opposite. Oh. I thought it was terrible. Like it, it was almost cringeworthy for me. Really? Yeah. Uh, I just didn't like it. He I feel like I usually he, have a cringeworthy radar, but I like that shit. Yeah, it just... I, I I think it was not even how he said it is that the, the what he said like uh I had a fast car and it didn't scare me but you have a fast car so it kind of scares me now it's just like it's you can't okay compare that's a, a terrible first off to... that's a terrible sentence um second off like you why can't you just say like I've seen something like this before it, this this isn't gonna go well Fuck you it. could say something like that he says that later oh yeah you Let's can't compare on. a Ferrari to a psychotic teenager destroying the galaxy. I just did. Mopar just did. Can't do it. Only on this podcast. Uh, I thought Travis, that line was great. I really did. I didn't like it. But, what does Travis okay. have to say? Go. Uh, we see Kylo flashing. And this is the one that actually gave me fucking chills. So he's in his fucking... Um, First order toilet here. You can see the boudet <laughs> buttons on the on the on the side there, um, and then he gets mad because he got shit on his helmet, um, actual poop, and he, he tries to wipe it off on the wall. But uh, he gets so like terrifyingly mad, and that's like the fastest scene in all of the the trailer. Like he gets mad, looks, boom, and punches the thing, dude. Oh, you can feel the rage. You can. I it's, love it's, that part. Yeah, oh, I did too. It was I the quickest too. part, but I was like, dude, that there's so much in that. Oh, but God. what is he mad at? Is he mad at himself? Has he had enough of just the, the physical helmet? Does he just want to be like be scary by himself? He's, he's mad at himself? everything. Or is he mad at like Snoke denying him training or some shit? Like, you're not good enough. We need to find this Ray chick because you're a bitch. Um, <laughs> which, I mean, that could potentially happen. They could be seeking out Ray because the force has awakened. I felt it. So they might be searching out Ray because Snoke doesn't believe in Kylo enough. But there's something so that, there. What do you think the awakens means? What are you, what are you talking about? It, it, they, they, Ray says it. There's some, something awakened in me. Yes, that's true. But do you yes, think that's more misdirection of is obviously Ray, this scavenger from a desert planet becomes awakened and strong enough to defeat Kylo Ren. That's the obvious one. But what about maybe it's Snoke awakened from the goddamn unknown regions and now he's back to claim the galaxy? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's there's so much misdirection. We'll see. 100%. Uh, we finally see Ray in his uh, tie Ren. assassination and celebrationator. Ren in his... What is it? He said Ray. Oh, uh, Kylo. In, Ray cannot his... handle that ship. I guarantee it. No. Well, she might be able to. She she drove that garbage off fucking the Falcon's 15 times as big as that thing. Yeah. She Those drove ties like are badass. nimble as hell. 
Um, so what is it called? The uh, the uh, Thai spider silencer, right? Yes. Um, I love that ship. I also love all the ships around it that, uh, while he's doing this. Um, and the other thing I love that I just noticed because I pause it uh, while he's in the cockpit, like firing. Yeah, he looks. It's almost weird because he looks like Vader, even though Vader didn't have obviously like a facial expression. Right. He just looks calm and just doing what he needs to do. Effortless. Get the fuck out of the way. Yeah. Effortless. But he, he looks determined, but like it's he's at ease with what he's doing. Like it's not difficult. Yeah. It's hard to forget that he has his grandfather was the best pilot ever. And his dad was one of the most infamous smugglers and pilots in the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah, he was killing it. I, I was really excited to see that thing in action for the first time. Yeah, it's a badass ship. Um, and then obviously we we did the... Uh, I'll try spinning. It's a good trick. Um, and then they start getting into... I, I love that part too. He couldn't resist being just like little baby Anakin. Little baby Anakin saving the day. <laughs> um, and then you can see his facial expression all of a sudden change. Like he's determined. He knows what the fuck he needs to do. And then we see Leia and he cuts back to, to Kylo and his face is just like, oh shit, I got to make a decision. And he's, it's like clearly unsure about what he's going to do. I thought that was the best part of the trailer. I thought him, I thought that reaction back and forth from him and Leia and his face and the way Adam Driver is, is, is portraying that struggle right there was the best shot of the entire fucking trailer. Yes, drinking bill, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to open my beer over here. I'm on to uh, the, the second type from this little six pack, by the way. It's okay, well, citra hold, hold pale. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, okay. we're, we're in a deep, we're in a thicket of this shit. I so, was just announcing. I'm not trying to do a third review. Let's go. Say it then. No, I'm done. Say it. Move on. Do it. Okay. Uh, we, we see his targeting computer uh, target. What do you call it? The bridge, the cockpit of the fucking major ship, whatever. Um, and you see his thumb kind of buzz over the, the fire button, the trigger. Um, and you see him, and he looks half constipated, but you can tell he's struggling with something. Um, but he kind of like rolls his 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 mouth around, like he he doesn't want to do it. He does. He needs to. He can't. It's all of that, all in one facial expression and motion. Um, and then you see, obviously, innocent, proud Leia, uh, wandering eyes, kind of unsure what's going to happen. And like, they know how much that shot alone is going to affect people because Carrie Fisher's passed away. We all know that she's going to die at some point. So putting that in the trailer, that plus Kylo's struggle after he killed Han, like, of course, everyone's mind is racing about what the hell's going to happen with that. Uh, there's so much up in the air. I, 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 I don't think I he's going to do it. I don't think he's going to do it. I agree. I don't think he's going to do it. I think she's going to die another way and he's going to re not regret not killing her, but he's going to regret not being able to like save her. I have a weird feeling that they're going to that Ray and Kylo are going to crisscross. Like somehow something's going to happen to Ray because Luke's being, you know, hung over Jedi and she's going to look for help and Kylo's not living up to the expectations of Snoke and he's going to look for help and they're going to fucking pass pads. Like Kylo's gonna actually gonna end up meeting back up with Luke or something, and and Ray's look, still looking for ah oh, something awoken in me. Hopefully it's not a child. I gotta go get a fucking Sith pregnancy test with Snoke. Um, it's plan B, bitch. 
Sith plan B. <laughs> I don't know if they're necessarily going to cross paths. Um, the idea of Ray getting frustrated with Luke being an old bitch and leaving, I think that is definitely probable. Well, and that's kind of what that, that whole adventure by herself. I think she's going to realize that. Like, he's, he's not the guy that we all thought he was, and he's not living up to the expectations. So I got to go do this shit by myself because he's obviously not going to help me because he's scared. Right. He's scared of the power he saw in me. Of course. So, um, which might affect her even worse because you don't have the influence or, you know, the say right. that, you know, hey, Ray, don't do that. What are you fucking going to say now? Well, I, I'm the one with the raw power. Yeah, but I think that's perfect, though, with Star Wars. It's been so formulaic for so long. The idea of a very talented scavenger, untrained, but talented, coming to someone like that as a mentor and asking them for training and help and them saying no, we've never really seen that before in Star Wars. I think that's going to be fucking awesome. Uh, Nicole Serrano actually mentioned I was hoping they were going to bring out the trailer on Carrie Fisher's birthday. When was that? I don't remember. I'm I'm a terrible Star Wars fan. Um, I uh, I'm not upset that they didn't. I mean, to be honest, I, we we all love Carrie Fisher, but they do. I think they do have to move on. I mean, and obviously within the story, they they are forced to at this point. But um, which is why I think remember that. I th- I believe that they said the principal filming was done before she passed away. So yeah. to try to work in Kylo actually like killing Leia, that's kind of a stretch. What know. if we saw Ray killed Leia? Nah, that's not gonna happen. That's her auntie. She can't I have a do feel- that. I just have a feeling she's not gonna. I don't know because I I want her. Well, she's she has to die, and I don't want Kylo to do it. So I was having the idea of maybe she would die, kind of in a battle with like something that happened bad. Like it was just happenstance, basically. Um, but I I don't see them sending out a legend like Princess Leia in just kind of a you know a battle accident, or right. however you want to say that. So, um, well, yeah, passed, it's kind of I just near. thought that maybe she died of old age between eight and nine. And nine just starts and she's not there anymore. And you just got to deal with it. And they'll make a I whole th- fucking novel and comic series about how she passed away. I th- I think they edited the entire movie to make someone kill her in eight. I don't think they're going to leave it open. That might be true. They have to end it. I would like, not be opposed to that. So, all right. We're, we're just, we're going to get through this. Uh, coming out this Christmas, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I doubt it. The, uh, the Millennium Falcon... Like it looks like possibly underground on that uh, red sand planet, whatever you want to call it, with the ATB uh, at the beginning. Crate is the name, C R A I T. But you kind of see all these crystals and stuff that they're flying through. Yeah. Um, that are built just like the inside of the fucking Death Star. I've had yeah. enough of this shit. Yeah. Um. Then we see Chewie screaming, the Porgs terrible yell that looks sounds like my Nokia uh you know alarm I from, uh, don't think I would hate the porgs I hate them because I'm on Twitter and all I see in my fucking timeline is porg after porg and posters with porgs photoshopped in the whole thing and porg as fucking Darth Vader I can't handle it anymore it's too much look they're, they make sense in the Star Wars universe. Um, 
even more so than we'll see it probably in here in probably another uh, 10 seconds. Um, those fucking frozen Vaporeons on that planet. It was those new evolution ice, of Eevee. Ice wolves. Um, <laughs> but the, what I think the Porgs make sense. I, I think the Porgs. The Porgs. It'd be nice to see the movie and make my own opinion about them, but I'm just, no one will shut up about the fucking Porgs and I can't handle it anymore. They're cute. They're fuzzy. They have a terrible fucking sound. I, I hope <laughs> Chewy, I hope it's an entree for Chewy. I'm going to make that um, shit my alarm from now on. I'll definitely wake up. Yeah, you know, I was trying to make a meme. I couldn't, I couldn't pull the audio off uh, on just my phone. I couldn't figure it out, but I was, I was going to do the it doing it, uh, doing a scream and then it cut into a picture of a Nokia and just having it ring again. <laughs> All right, moving along. Um, let's see. Some shit blowing up. Pose uh, upset. There's an X-Wing. Pose determined. There's more X-Wing. Pose There's again. There's an X-Wing with a fucking booster engine thing on the back. Did you notice that? Yeah, so let me get back here. I don't know if that's so a thing have- or if it's brand new, but what? Yeah, that's a good call out because I've never really thought about that. Um and after thinking about it, in the beta for Battlefront 2, there is an extra boost thing that you can use on mm. like the TIE Fighters and X... Not the X-Wings, actually. It is on the TIE Fighters. Um, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can... It's kind of just an extra boost. Um, so maybe they're just kind of playing off of, you know, the pod racing boosters and all oh, yeah. we'll put a fucking jet engine pod racer engine on this shit and we'll <laughs> just... Can throw a hammy on the back of the X-Wing. Yeah, Mopar.com. Um, so, and we see, obviously see Poe being determined, killing shit. Um, and then we get into this epic showdown where everything's on fire and we have uh, Finn facing off with Captain Basma. Um, finally, 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 we get to see Phasma in action. I'm super uh, fucking excited for that. I'm excited because all right, I think I I think I missed something. You missed Regardless, everything. she's standing there like a badass, like a mm-hmm. shiny fucking badass. Mm-hmm. Uh and he looks like he attacks her. Um and she blocks and just kind of stares at down at him with her Bose speakers in her fucking mouth. Um I thought that same fucking thing. Yeah. She's got some badass fucking tunes coming out of that helmet. Playing Iron Man. I don't know, some shit, Black <laughs> Sabbath. Um uh, but she kind of just stares down at him almost in a Vader like way. Like, are you, do you really think you're going to beat me? Just staring down at him. Like, you know, FN 214710, what the fuck are you trying right now? You were so I trained close. you. I know everything you're going to do. You were so close. FN. Um, but <laughs> I, like I, I love replaced one letter of FASPA's name Captain Plasma. I know that girl. <laughs> Cat and partner. <laughs> I got it. Um, <clears throat> but I'm excited also. So throughout this entire trailer, we see a lot of different ships. Um, specifically, I paused right after Captain Phasma was looking down at him. And there's this like pill looking ship that's uh, long up and down. And then it's got real skinny wings out to the side at the top. Um, just I-, I love that it's all different. And it looks like it's based off of something from maybe the original trilogy, which makes so much sense. Pissed. <laughs> Please. We got we got Luke in the fucking rain. Uh, we got the the ice foxes that literally look like a Pokemon, but I'm okay with it. Um, but they're kind of running away from something. I'm assuming because you can see they're, they're kind of the red covered rock 
snow shit. Um, I'm assuming they're running away from those uh, new monkey AT-ATs. I'm pleased with it, like you said about the Porgs. As long as they're just... It's a cool creature in Star Wars. They're there in the background. They're not going to fucking kill stormtroopers. Just let them be part of the species of the planet that you're on. No, I agree. And I'm ha- I'm more happy with these than I am with maybe even the Wampa. Like, why did the Wampa actually have to attack... I don't know, and I, I I'm not I'm not shitting on the Womp itself. It's like they put You're it in there. On Luke. Well, yeah, yeah, I am. I'm uh, moving on. So we see those things running away from something. Carrie's pissed, and this is the other thing. So Ray looks like she's going through some trials with Luke. Like she talked, like he, whatever. She talked him into doing it, um, and she's swimming through some shit. And now he's like, "Jump on my back! I'm gonna take you for a run," because um, that's what Luke did. Or so Yoda, what is that big of fish? There's always a bigger fish. Okay, so this next scene, we see Finn supposedly in cuffs or uh, uh, whatever, and there's a stormtrooper walking behind him. I want to know how that happens. So we see him in maybe like a uh, back to tank or whatever you want to call it at one point. Yeah. And now he's fighting Captain Phasma, you know, 10 seconds ago. So I feel like... He gets captured or actually wants to be captured. But what the fuck is he wearing? I'm so confused. Well, we we know from one of the uh, promo shots from one of those magazine spreads that he went undercover. So him and Rose, which is another uh, new mm. resistance character, actually went in Imperial attire, went undercover. So I assume that all that has to tie in together. I've also heard enough of that shit. What? Like be, being blatantly undercover. We've seen it in the originals. Yeah. Like we've seen it in the prequels. We've seen it in Rogue One. Yeah. Now we're seeing it in this shit. Yeah. We'll just put a fucking helmet on you and now you're a fucking stormtrooper. Let's walk in and save the princess. It's classic. Um, but yeah, I'm not mad at it. It just happens all the time. Okay? You sound like you're pissed at it, man. I'm kind of mad at it. Um, <clears throat> whoa, I stopped again on these new AT-ATs and their fucking eyeballs are pissed like the fucking front of a Dodge Challenger. Um, all right, moving right along. Yes. By the way, I I am not mad at the similarities between the Empire and the First Order because of how the Empire rose from the First Order and the Dark Side. Just I just want to throw that in there. Like the fact that we we have walkers that look similar, but now they're taller. They have a back cannon and they have like ridged fucking front arms. I'm not really mad about that. It makes, it makes sense. sense. It's only been like 30 years. It's not, but it been makes that sense long. that that's like a, a, a an obvious technical adva- yeah. or uh, advancement on yeah. those vehicles. Of course, it makes sense. Like if you look at physical vehicles nowadays from 20 years ago, they're pretty much the same. They all have four fucking wheels. They all have a body. They all have an engine. Yeah, and you're mad. And you're mad the at these things. Like yeah. Yeah, they're just they're just better versions of what you saw 20, 30 years before. It hasn't been that long. Yeah. Pissed. Uh, I stopped on the exact perfect eyeball fuck of Snoke um in in his fucking robes here. Uh you have him. I'm so confused. And as I look at his face, this is the best part. I like I feel like I've seen his face before. I am um 
like his eye mm-hmm. eyebrows, like literally down to his eyebrows. I feel like I've seen his eyebrows before. I am a hundred percent torn between <laughs> tying Snoke to a character that has been in the past and or was a legend story, and now they're making it canon. That versus someone brand new, I'm tied 100% between because I get the idea of making a brand new character. I also get what Ryan said about maybe it doesn't necessarily matter who Snoke is because he plays a role in Rey and Kylo's storyline. I get that. But of course, we want to know how this dude came to power, assumed the control of the entire fucking remnant of the Empire. And now we see... Because he was a hologram in seven, so people were wondering maybe he's not that strong. But now we see in the trailer, he's torturing the fuck out of Ray. Yeah. So who is this dude? He can't just be some nobody from the unknown regions. Like he has to be strong as hell. Yeah, I don't know. I just his face looks fucked. It is I, fucked. But like He's got like a half lazy eye-ish, but it's actually not lazy. It's actually more upward, so it's like more prominent. It's like the opposite. It's like an outgoing eye. He's also saying fulfill your destiny (laughs) as he's torturing Ray. Dude, that was scary. I'm not going to lie. That was like a scary shot that I've never seen in Star Wars before. I do have a question. Is this like laid back like the goddamn exorcist being tortured? Yeah. Is this Andy Circus actually playing him? I would assume so, but I, I, I have no idea. Mm. Up for debate, it is. Maybe it's one of those CG or whatever the the face facial. I'm sure he's in a suit or whatever. Y- yeah. Yeah. Okay. Go- Gollum style. Yeah. But yeah. She's think- screaming. Yeah. It's. <sighs> so it seems to me, based on that shot and what you're about to talk about at the end of the trailer, that maybe she's frustrated with. Luke, he says he's not going to train her. Fuck off. I'm, I'm out of this shit. I'm old. I'm trying to die on the island with these penguins. And then she <laughs> goes, maybe follows Kylo's advice or something because he did offer to train her at the end of seven. You need he a teacher. Say, you need a teacher. I can show you the ways of the force. So maybe she's pissed and she's trying to take his advice. And then she goes on to the First Order base or ship with good intentions. But then... Obviously, everything gets fucked up because that actually is pretty scary as hell. So, when when we're talking about Ray asking Kylo for help at the end here, we now see Kylo all of a sudden without that like carbon fiber fix a face thing. Yeah, which was so, like a bandaid. I thought. Yeah. I'm trying to understand. Maybe is this prior to that? Was his gash that big that this is actually the healed gash? I have to imagine that, yeah, like that carbon fiber thing was a band-aid, space band-aid. Yeah, like and it was on it together. for most of the movie, and this is at the end. Okay. But we can't be sure that he's talking to Ray. And we also can't be sure. Maybe he is talking to Ray, but maybe she's just no. We have no fucking idea. Yeah. And this is one of the f- this is the only Star Wars uh logos that's uh out, not yellow, is what I'm fucking trying to say. Jesus. That's very true. I did uh, not even freaking think about that. Well, Mopar. Yeah, this for is the, the man only that one. makes up all the random words. You said something that made sense. Yeah, it's a it's a, a hippopotamus me. So, 
happy about it. <clears throat> no, I'm I'm truly excited. I think this is going to be the darkest one, and they're setting it up to be so. Um, and there's just so many questions. I have a weird feeling that they could probably end it after episode eight, but they're going to leave like one major thing, like Snoke's going to get away. Or something weird like that. That it's just like, all right, we have to have an episode nine because someone, something's got to happen to Snoke, or something's got to happen to Luke. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, the middle of the trilogy is always confusing, and I have no idea what the um, like the filmmaking restrictions or con uh, conflicts are when Ryan's in charge of this single movie, and based on that. Episode 9 has to figure out what the hell is happening. That's got to be some weird situation. Because have, even though Lucas didn't direct 5 and 6, it seemed like he had the general storyline for 5 and 6 laid oh, out was, in a trilogy format. Yeah, it was format. already written. Yeah. yeah, like he... I mean, he was the writer for all of those things. So this feels kind of weird. But I'm excited I have for a, it. I have a weird feeling that Ryan is going to be included in 9. And while JJ will be the overseeing director and decision maker, I feel like Ryan's going to be right there and be like, all right, in eight, this happened. I want it to go this way. How do we do that? That sounds logical as hell. Well, it's up to Kathleen Kennedy and her fucking, you're fired shit. So uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not mad about that. You can't let somebody fuck around with Star Wars, man. It's not some hobby shit. I'll, I I agree at this point, but if uh, the Han Solo film's absolute shit, then we uh, know why. <laughs> then what? Well, it's all it, you have to. You can only point your fingers at Kathleen Kennedy. Ron Howard's not going to make a shit movie. I absolutely agree, but he can. He I think he can. I can. I I don't think he's going to make a bad movie, but I think he can fuck up Star Wars. There's a certain would, thing that needs to be done with Star Wars, Star Wars movie yes, to make I would it agree right. with that. Yeah. Like Ron like the Han Solo movie is not going to be bad by any means whatsoever. But if it gets like a 70% rating and doesn't feel like Star Wars, then we know who to blame. Well, it's both their faults cuz she hires you. Um but we'll we'll see. I, I think, think I think they're being a little more lenient with uh well and that's I thought they were being a little more lenient with the uh, spinoff movies, but hey, you're fired, you're fired, and uh, give me a fucking soda while you're on your way out. Like, it's... Give me a blue milk. (laughs) Bitch, you fired. (laughs) Bitch, you fired. You ain't coming back, except for my brisket. Um, Yeah, I I, I just... I'm excited. The trailer leaves everybody. I haven't heard anybody... And while while I... I'm scrolling down to the the uh, comments section of uh, YouTube, which you should never do. Um, <laughs> no, but I, <laughs> I truly, I truly haven't heard anyone shit on the trailer itself. That's true. So uh, obviously, I've I've heard people. Uh, it's going to be terrible, regardless. Blah blah blah. Because I hate I hate my life and and everything I see in it. Um, yeah. So I, I have a feeling that, uh, and even, it does have twenty three thousand thumb downs, thumbs down. That's what I'm trying to find. Twenty three thousand. Yeah, but it's got six hundred and fifty two thousand thumbs up. It sounded um, like Luke. Ten thousand. 
10, we can almost then. buy our own YouTube for that much. <laughs> we don't have to this. I can, I can float some shit. Um, but yeah, there's just sour bitches. And if it's at that ratio, that's and true. that's the, 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 the terrible thing, maybe the Han Solo does get like an 80. But because it wasn't a fucking 100, it was the worst fucking Star Wars movie I've ever seen. And I hate those absolutes. If it wasn't perfect, I hated it. Let's talk about fandom for a second. Perfect. <laughs> Jesus. Mm-hmm. It wasn't perfect. It wasn't everything that I expected from my 10-year-old self and also required from my 50-year-old intellectual self. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm cornered. Um, yeah, I, I just... It, it also broadened my mind on this aspect of my life. I hated it. <laughs> um, you know, it's just... It's just bullshit. I'm done. I'm done with the trailer. Any any last thoughts on that? Hmm. Final thoughts. If you had to give it uh, a rating out of ten, or let's just do it out of three. I'm okay. So yeah, three out of three. If we're doing three out of three, your rating for the trailer, yeah, it's hard to not watch. You have to watch it. You have to fucking yeah. watch it, man. But with and the I don't think it, I don't like think it spoils anything. Everybody was uh, upset that yeah. Ryan Johnson or Ryan Gabson, what the fuck his name is. Um, it's Johnson, right? Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> the fact that he said, I ain't going to see it. And then he saw it and he's like, yeah, everybody should actually see that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Qu- quickly afterwards, he was like, I was wrong. Watch that shit. That's good news. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So that is all good news. Yeah. Final, Final thoughts, thoughts on the trailer. That awesome. Was fucking goddamn awesome. And it got me even more amped up for episode eight that I didn't think that was possible. So it's yeah. possible. It's good stuff. Um, what do we got? Commander's got to go. Actually, can we can we talk about Dark Souls for like five minutes? We can talk about Dark Souls for like five seconds, but that's not a lot of time to talk about Dark Souls. So maybe we I'm should wait. Pissed about it. That's it's good. Not, it's just, and I understand you're going to be pissed and you're going to die and do all that shit. But uh, the game, I, and I know it's it's an unforgiving game, and I understand that. I just wish it would help you along because there's no plot. They ain't going to show you where to go. You don't even understand what the fuck's happening. This, it, there's, it, it, like, it's hard enough with the gameplay that why wouldn't they at least say, hey, go that way? This is so funny. I'm it's so tr- happy that you're playing Dark Souls finally. It's true though, right? Like, yes, it's, it's 100% true. Why? I just, you're supposed it makes to spend like 30% it, of your time being miserable. But that's it. Make that makes for a bad game, and I'm sure it's going to become like an a, a, makes, go, a good game. Makes it's for just, a rewarding game. I well, I agree. I do agree. A, a rewarding game if you get to that point, because it's going to turn so many people off before they get there. But regardless, it's just if they would have just, I don't know. It's called a plot. If they would have included that into the game and said, hey, this is what you're trying to do. I've played for like three hours and I have no fucking clue who I am, what I'm trying to do, what I'm trying to collect. Am I just walking around? Am I killing people? But when I kill people and sit by a fire, they come back. So should I redo that or should I not? Should I fucking walk around still? I will agree with you on that point. I really wish there was... This is the trick with the type of game it is. I wish there was more story in Dark Souls... The problem is that there is, but all of the story and characters and like uh, plot and storyline and stuff is in the item descriptions for things. 
or in the character descriptions or things like that. Oh, so you have okay. to literally like pick up everything and look at it and see how that relates to one part of the Dark Souls universe. And then you find other fucking like shields and things that tie in. So yeah, so I, 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 I like agree with that. Like the story wasn't central to the gameplay. And that is the one negative that I find in the Dark Souls games. So, but what am I what am I trying to do? Like collect humanity or collect souls or You're trying I to not no, die. Trying not to die. Yeah. Well, I'm failing at that, so <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> it's a terrible game. Me and Tommy like you said, it is to... rewarding when when you don't die. Dude, but the at the feeling, same time, it's... yeah, it's like no other game. The feeling when you beat a boss, it's it's unparalleled to like any other fucking video game, man. It's awesome. Me and Tommy Berger have to do a, a live stream with you playing that shit. No, I agree. And But it, it's one of those games that here's a boss. If you don't do everything exactly right, you die. And then you, you sit there and die 20 times. And you're like, how the fuck do I beat this? And you look it up on YouTube and you still fucking die another five. <laughs> and by, by happen chance, you fucking roll the right way and you get behind them. And you're just like, oh, my God. Exactly. So, I'm so excited to see Mobile play Dark Souls. This is awesome. This is the most triggered I ever have been. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. But yeah, right, I got to run, unfortunately. But uh, I'm glad we got through the entire trailer because that was the cornerstone of the episode. And we have so a lot coming up of Dark Souls that we can episode, talk about. We, yeah. We've got uh, Mopar Saw Baby Driver. Uh, Kerner likes the Metallica song. You guys don't realize how big that is. Kerner um, bought Battlefield. Let's talk about that. Yeah, he got an Xbox One. We'll be discussing that for sure. Um, and Commander got, or got, he watched uh, Kingsman. So we'll probably be discussing that on the next I episode. I am a Kingsman now. Don't worry about it. No, you ain't. Thank you guys for tuning in. Rogue Squad and Podcast. I'm a one final shout out. Patreon page. Uh, Rogue Squad Pod. You can head on over there and help us out and do what you need to do. Um, uh, I am Commander. I am Mopper. Thank you guys for tuning in. Vegas. Bye. <laughs> Classic. All right. Riley just fucking jumped.